When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hello and welcome to How to Be a Better Person with me, Kate Hanley. It's great to have you here. This week on the podcast, we are going to check back in on how our desire to be a better person around race and our efforts to educate ourselves on how to be anti-racist are going. After all, since last summer, when we were in a frenzy buying up books about race, a lot has happened. After a very emotional trial, Derek Chauvin, the white cop who killed George Floyd, was convicted of second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. And while that might seem like racial justice, in the time between George Floyd's death and the end of April 2021, 181 Black Americans were shot and killed by police. That's not even a full year. Also consider that hate crimes against Asian Americans have surged, increasing 145% in 2020 over previous years due in large part to misplaced anger about the coronavirus. In other words, the need for anti-racism is ongoing, and it's up to each of us to stay present to the need to continue doing the inner and outer work that makes racial justice possible. Before I dive into today's big idea, I just want to remind you that I did a series of episodes on the inner work of anti-racism back in 2020. I covered how to tell whether or not you're a racist, how being okay with messing up is a vital component of doing the work, how to separate your personal offense from moral offense, taking on the responsibility for educating yourself rather than asking your black, brown, or Asian friend to clue you in, and how to find your tribe of people who also want to be part of the anti-racism solution. Those start at episode 207 and run through episode 211. You can go back and find them by searching for the episode number or for the term anti-racism. Those episodes have been used by at least one college professor as part of an anti-racism curriculum. A fact I know because I have a Google alert set up on my name. I mean, don't we all? And I saw an article had been written in a conservative online outlet about how ridiculous it was that college students were being taught about anti-racism. And there were many nasty comments and tweets about it. I reached out to the professor to say, way to go on doing the hard stuff. And I'm really tickled that the podcast was a helpful resource. Here's what he wrote back. I picked your podcast because it felt like it was beginner friendly and led into action steps. Some students reported trying to work through anti-racism as a topic, but felt like they didn't know where to start. I built the whole unit with the idea that some students need a gentle on-ramp. 
relatively short podcasts paired with videos and other materials worked well. He said he was contacted by many, quote, difficult characters and bad faith actors after the article came out. But he said, this experience reminded me that the work of anti-racism is ongoing. Amen to that. I share this story as a way of showing today's big idea that no matter where you are on your anti-racism journey, whether you're the woke one in your family or you're just getting on the on-ramp that that professor was talking about, that you doing what you can within your sphere of influence has ripple effects that you may never see directly, but they still exist. So now that we're almost a year in from last summer's anti-racism explosion, where are you at with it all? Did you buy or borrow the books? Did you read them? Have you had any conversations with folks about the ideas in them? Have you changed any behaviors, whether it's where you shop or where you volunteer or where you donate money or how you interact with others who have a different skin tone and or cultural background than you? Have you changed your thinking at all? and perhaps viewed something differently than you used to, whether that's rioters or stereotypes that perhaps you hadn't recognized as stereotypes before? Or was it more like a fad that's already faded, like cargo pants or skinny jeans? Your tiny assignment is to think back on the last few weeks, months, and year, and check in on how your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and actions have either supported or ignored diversity, inclusion, and anti-racism. This isn't about raking yourself over the coals or beating yourself up. It's just about observing and taking stock. If you feel you haven't done all that much, know that doing this tiny assignment is a step in the right direction. After all, self-awareness is a form of action which is a quote from Dr. Frederick Bryant, who was, before his death in 2016, a diversity and inclusion expert and educator at Temple University in Philadelphia. Come back tomorrow when I'm talking about how to use your own influence to help amplify your anti-racism efforts within your own home, your family, and your community in a way that it can be heard. And before you go, is someone in your life graduating this spring? Give them the gift of wisdom that they don't teach in school and that will serve them well for the rest of their lives by giving them a copy of the book, How to Be a Better Person. It offers 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and the world and has been called a loving kick in the pants and uplifting without brightsiding. I recognize that there aren't many occasions when it's a good idea to give a gift called How to Be a Better Person, (laughs) but graduation is most definitely one of them. How to Be a Better Person is available wherever books are sold, and if you'd like to give a signed copy as a gift, use the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com to send me the graduate's name and your address so that I can send you a personalized book plate that you can attach to the inside of the cover. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. 
I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 